I am very excited and honored to welcome back to the show tonight someone that I interviewed in December 2019, and that would be Leela Florell, who is the founder of Preserve Remington Woods, a campaign right here in Bridgeport to save and preserve the Remington Woods. Leela, are you there? Yes. Hi, Mike. So glad to be on again. Thank you. Yeah, I can't believe that. I can't believe it was it was uh, December 2019 last time we had that conversation. Um, time flies when you're having fun. I know. <laughs> and so welcome back, Leela, and thanks for joining me once again. You know, so to start off, how long I have was, you been living here in Bridgeport? Well, I was born and raised in Bridgeport and on the east side, and I've been living here a total of about around 60 years a few years in another state, but about 60 years in Bridgeport. My home is here, and, you know, this is where I live. And it's a, it's a wonderful community. I, yes. love, I love Bridgeport. And so you definitely have been, been here for, for a while. And, you know, you were, very act, you were very active in the community. And um, we, I think we first met, sometime around, you know, in 2019. Um, and, and that's also how I found out about the Remington Woods was when I heard you speak at a meeting about the Remington Woods. And so I was wondering, Leela, if you could talk about how you first became aware of the Remington Woods. Well, I, I was aware of Remington Woods for a long time, but I didn't get involved until about five years ago. And uh, uh, then I decided to put my energies locally, and, uh, and and that's what I've been doing. I'm really passionate about preserving it and, and doing something different in Bridgeport. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's it's a really, really big issue, and um, and and just also like I think a lot of people still are unfamiliar with with the Remington Woods themselves. And and so um, could you talk a little bit about the woods themselves and, and yes, some, some key facts that you want to share? It's 422 acres. It's a vibrant living forest community, and it graces Bridgeport and Stratford, 347 acres in Bridgeport and 75 in Stratford. It's forest, meadow, wetland, lake. It's a forest community of plants and animals that can perpetuate itself indefinitely with only rain, sunlight, and soil. Um, it not only supports itself, it supports us with critical life services, and it's home to a diverse wildlife, over 70 species of birds and other wildlife. And all wildlife today is in peril, so that's really important. And brief history of the woods, of course, the woods was here before people were. And when indigenous people came, they respected the woods, and the colonials praised it for its beauty, and the industrialists polluted it. But the living forest community survived, and uh, now it's threatened. Uh, there's a DuPont spinoff that's planning to destroy the living forest community to develop it for commercial buildings. And we have, in Bridgeport, 17.7% of Bridgeport is empty commercial buildings that should be used for expanded commerce instead of destroying this precious forest. And our goal is to preserve the woods in, in its entirety. 
as a nature wildlife preserve with walking paths and no development or any other uses. And there's a lot of good reasons for doing that. Yeah, thank you for sharing all that, Leela. And just to back up a little bit, could you talk about when you first became aware of the city of Bridgeport's plans to commercially develop the woods? Uh, I don't know the exact date, but I was looking on the Internet and found a website that uh, very specifically details its plans to develop the woods. It was This was several, a few years ago, maybe three or four years ago. And that website is still up, and the plans are still there. So there, there's a very definite um, plan to develop the woods. They want to put a road right down the middle of it. Uh, of course, there's going to be a whole lot of infrastructure. There's an enormous uh, amount of uh, buildings that they want to put in. I think there's a hotel complex and uh, all kinds of commercial buildings. There's an environmental research center, which is really worrying because that could be anything, especially given uh, the nature of DuPont and the spinoff that owns it. You know, they, they deal with chemicals and GMOs and and very, very toxic things. So the whole thing is very problematic. We don't want any development of any kind whatsoever uh, or any other uses. We want it to be a nature preserve and, um, uh, you know, with walking paths so people can can enjoy it in a respectful way. And so over the over the past um or since you since you had had found out about those plans to develop the woods, can you because I know you've you've been active in with this campaign and and been you know raising awareness nonstop uh, about about these these development plans and you know and really trying to to mobilize people to to lend their voices to this cause and to, and to just to learn about the woods and what's happening because it's, it's clearly the information isn't getting out there enough. But so what are some things, some steps that you've taken and, and the, the overall campaign or the, um, the organization as far as like, um, can you talk about any events or, or rallies or, you know, just different, different things that you've undertaken during this, this, this journey? Oh, okay. Well, we've, one thing that we did was, uh, well, we've done tabling ongoing for for a few years now, and and it's even even though I don't go out anymore because of COVID, um, uh, one of my team goes out and does tabling. So we're we're out there in Bridgeport talking to the person on the street, and the um, response. The positive response has been overwhelming. Almost everybody that hears about the woods uh, immediately says, oh, yes, we want to preserve it. Uh, so we have a petition, both a, a paper petition and an online petition. Uh, that, that's one of the things that we do. We also um, went to – we've gone to zoning meetings, and we had um, – Several people go and testify at the city council. I think it was uh, last year. I'm not. Sh I think it was last year. 
And that was, I, I felt that was very powerful also. There was some great, great testimony, really heartfelt testimony from a variety of people. And that is up on the website. You can, you can see that. Can you, give, um, can you give the website real quick? Yes, um, preserveremingtonwoods.com. And if you go to the media page, uh, you can find a video uh, that Stan did of, um, of that uh, city council testimony, which is really nice because it, it's different people coming from different points of view. And it, I, I feel it's very powerful. And the first interview to do is also up there. Oh, great. Yeah, uh, yes, of course, for anyone um, who uh, who is unsure, that's Stan Heller, who, who hosts the Struggle Video News. Yes. Who I've, I've definitely um, also been, have been honored to be in conversation with on this program as well. <laughs> and, and, you know, I know he just did a great interview with you, Leela, recently as well. So... Um, yeah, thank yeah, he does great work. Yeah, he really does. And so uh, for anyone just joining us, um, the name of this program is Mike Check, and my name is Mike Murley. And you're, of course, listening to WPKN in Bridgeport, 89.5 FM, serving Fairfield, New Haven, and Litchfield counties in Connecticut and Suffolk County in New York's Long Island, as well as on WPKN.org. And on tonight's Mike Check, I am in conversation with Leela Florell who is the founder of Preserve Remington Woods. And Leela has been talking about uh, the Remington, you know, what are the Remington Woods here in Bridgeport um, as a as a wildlife preserve um, and as um, just a tremendous asset to the community in so many ways. And so speaking of taking action, um, mm-hmm. so Leela, I know that recently the planning and zoning um, commission in Bridgeport had an August 9th deadline for public comment on their current proposal. Can you talk a little bit about the, the proposal that's on the table right now? Yes. Um, the planning and zoning is redoing zoning in Bridgeport, and they've changed the zone of the entirety of Running Woods, Remington Woods, to uh, one of commercial use, which is really disappointing. Uh, there are empty, like I said before, empty commercial buildings in Bridgeport that should be used instead of destroying the, the woods. Um, so we have been trying to get people, uh, well, we did get uh, several people to comment before the August 9th deadline, deadline on that. And it was, a few I know about, they were really powerful comments. They came from well, Stan wrote one, and they came from teachers and, you know, people who really understand the problem and, and how bad it is to uh, to destroy this woods. Uh, what people can do now is to sign the online petition. Just go to Preserve Remington Woods from Destruction, and that will get you into the petition. And if you could sign it online and share it, that would be really great. And um, if you could also go to our website, preserveremingtonwoods.com, and go to the action page, uh, updates will be pasted on that. 
so there's, for instance, there's an upcoming zoning meeting. Uh, I don't know exactly when it is. They, the date keeps changing, but that the updates on that will be uh, posted on the web page also on the action page. So uh, you can go to preserveremingtonwoods.com, the action page, and that'll keep you updated. And then anybody that wants to get involved, uh, just email me and, uh, you know, let me know you're out there and we'd like to do something. And um, and that, that would be great. We could get together. <laughs> now, the action page, uh, uh, also, you can talk to your city council members. You can write letters to the media. Any way you can uh, promote this and let people know that there's a lot of people out there that want to preserve the woods would be great. And there's a lot of information on the website. So, uh, you know, you can get up to speed by looking at the website. And any questions, just email me. I'd be more than happy to answer. Thank you so much for sharing all that, Leela. Um, to back up a little bit, do you, do you know how many of the, because um, you were talking before about the testimonies and how there were a lot of really powerful community testimonies. And what I thought was really interesting, too, is that, you know, you didn't have to be a Bridgeport resident to to submit testimony um, to the planning and zoning. And so um, did you find that there were testimonies coming in from all kinds of places? Well, I don't know all the, I don't have the information of all the uh, testimonies that came into the planning and zoning, I just had the few that uh, people sent me. Um, but I do know on the online petition, <laughs> it's, an, it's an international issue. I mean, we have people from Croatia and Korea and Japan and uh, just about every country you know, saying that they want the woods preserved, as well as, of course, a lot of people in this country and many people in Connecticut and many people in Bridgeport. But it, it's, it, has, it has international exposure. Would you say in different cities in Connecticut there's been similar campaigns to, to preserve a, a woods that was being threatened with, with development like this? Uh, I have met people, I'm, I'm sorry, I don't have the, the exact locations uh, right off the top, uh, that, that have uh, uh, done things like this. But I don't know that there's any, uh, you know, Bridgeport is, what is it, the largest city in the state, and the most populous city in the state, uh, or something close to that. And to have a forested area right in the city, I think is pretty unique. I also think it it, uh, it speaks to how needed it is, because you know it's it's, it's in an urban place. It's much easier to get this kind of thing done in, um, say, Westport or Greenwich or a place that is richer. Uh, it's it's not that easy in in an urban community like Bridgeport to uh, to preserve a, a space like this. So I, I think it's I think it's rather unique for that reason. 
Yeah, it's definitely, like you said before, it's something that clearly resonates with people and is clearly a, an international and a kind of a universal, you know, thing. It's like we need to protect the environment. We need to, you know, this is, and certainly with the the climate justice movement and, and climate change, you know, re- reaching the point that it's reached, you know, I, I think people are waking up to the reality um, and to how how vital it is how how vital um, things like the Remington Woods are. And well, there's so many reasons to preserve it. I mean, physical, cultural, planetary. Uh, for instance, just by existing, the forest community cleans the air. For instance, and we have some of the highest. Uh, we have some of the dirtiest in the country, and uh, we have very high asthma rates and high COVID deaths. Um, if the woods were cut down, it would be even worse. Uh, the pandemic would be worse. The pandemic is another thing that's caused by uh, um, not paying attention, not respecting the environment. Uh, the woods cools the air. It lessens the escalating heat waves uh, due to climate change. It stabilizes the local climate, helping to prevent, prevent drought. Uh, it sequesters carbon, helping to lessen global climate change. It lessens storms. It lessens floods. It provides oxygen, provides habitat for wildlife uh, whose populations are plummeting worldwide. Preserved, it would provide a healing space for people, as well as as well as animals, and and it heals people both physically and mentally. Taking walks in the woods in some countries is prescribed by doctors. Uh, it would lessen the effects of environmental injustice, of urban stress, of generational nature amnesia, of nature deficit disorder. All these things that tear people down and make them more vulnerable. All these things that could be helped by having respectful access to a nature preserve. Uh, And there's so much more. And what I've become really aware of recently is there's a prejudice against nature. And, you know, all prejudice is, is pretty much the same. It follows the same pattern. The targets and the perpetrators just change, but the pattern is the same. For instance, the prejudice of uh, men against women or whites against blacks is the same as the prejudice of uh, humans against nature. And it, it breaks down into three three parts. The first part is some group of, of people declare themselves superior. And the second part is they then demonize or devalue other uh, other people. And the third part is they then they they use, they take, they kill, they destroy the other. And and they can do that because they've devalued them. They've they've made it known that the, the other has no value. And this is exactly what's happened. What happens with all prejudice, and it's what's happening with the prejudice against nature. The only difference is the prejudice against women was finally exposed 
the prejudice against blacks is finally being exposed. The prejudice against nature is like a big secret. Nobody knows about it. Nobody talks about it. It's not in people's minds, and it's it's pervasive in our culture. It's everywhere. It's in the law, the government, the media, education, science, language. It's everywhere. Uh, and it denies value to the living world, and it alienates us from nature. And we are part of nature. Uh, so that that's that I see is where the problem is coming from. That is why we're destroying the life of the planet. Uh, you know, this planet is the only planet we know of in the universe that has life. And we are systematically destroying it. And I, I believe it's because we're not facing this prejudice against nature and trying to move away from it and do something else. So in order to move beyond that we need to recognize and respect the intrinsic value of the living world of nature and our connection to it. Uh, we can't reconnect to nature if we can't experience nature. And that's where Remington Woods comes in. Uh, we have to have nature in order to experience it, to, to learn how it makes us feel, to respect it. And nature needs a place, and that place in Bridgeport is Remington Woods. Uh, we're not talking about a park. We have we have lovely parks in Bridgeport, uh, Seaside Park and Bearsley Park. You know, you can drive through them. You can there there are ball fields. So you can go have a cookout. You, you can do lots of things in them, and and they're they're wonderful. But they're not what I'm talking about. They're not nature, a nature preserve, a wildlife preserve, where you can go and reconnect, and and it, it's a whole different experience. Uh, I'll tell you a quick story of a young man I met, a, a Bridgeport uh, fellow, and I was talking to him about Remington Woods, and he looked at me and he said, you can't expect us, our generation, referring to his generation. He was about, I don't know, in his 20s or early 30s. He said, you can't expect us to take on the burden and fix the environment. He said, you should have done that 50 years ago. He said, we should have been taught in the schools every day how important nature was. He said, it's too late now. You can't expect us to do that. And, you know, he was right. And we should have done it 50 years ago. We knew about it 50 years ago. And we should have been teaching the kids the importance of nature. And we're still not doing it. And the reason we're still not doing it, in my opinion, is this prejudice that has to be confronted it's it's nobody's fault. It's in this culture. You're not, you know, we all have it. I have it. It's in the language. You know, everybody has it. So it's not a question of blame. It's just a question of looking at it and looking at what it's doing, not only to, to nature, to the living world, to the wildlife, to the forest, to the oceans, to the, uh, to every, 
every bit of this planet and how it's destroying the planet. It's not only destroying the life of the planet, the life on the planet, it's destroying the life-giving capabilities of the planet. And like I said, the only planet in the universe that we know of that has life. So it's, it's really important that we, that we take a look at this and that we, that we, I, I believe that respect is the antidote. You know, if we can, if we can go, if we can have nature to be in, take a walk in nature, see how it makes us feel, respect it. If we can respect nature, if we can respect wildlife, we can respect our neighbor, we can respect ourselves. You know, it's a game changer. Respect is the opposite of domination. And and I feel that that as you know as as much as giving oxygen and you know providing this and that that is you know, the real message of Remington Woods is to give the people in Bridgeport that opportunity, which is a, which is an opportunity that everybody needs in order to make decent, livable decisions about the future. You need to have that experience. You need to know that. And we're not teaching it anywhere. We're not teaching it in the schools. The, the, the parks don't teach it. There's nowhere, there's nowhere that it's taught unless you happen to be, you know, living in a, in a rich area and you can go and access um, one of the areas that are available which most people in Bridgeport can't do. Hey, That's Lila? why it's needed here in Bridgeport. Thank you so much for, for all that, Leela. Um, we're running out of time. So uh, one more time, can you let our listeners know how, um, how they can learn more about Remington Woods and about the Preserve Remington Woods campaign? Yes. Just go to the website, which is preserveremingtonwoods.com. Go to the action page or just look around, look at the about page, look at the wildlife page. You know, you can, you can learn more about the woods and why it needs to be saved. And uh, you can also connect up with me if you want to get involved. And please do go uh, to the petition, which is Preserve Remington Woods from Destruction. And so thank you very much for any level of, uh, of uh, involvement that you can do. Leela Florell, founder of Preserve Remington Woods, thank you so much for all the important work that you've been doing uh, to raise awareness of, of the Remington Woods um, and of uh, the fact that it is being threatened with development right now and, you know, and, and your fight against that. Um, so thank you for everything you've been doing, Leela. And thank you for joining me uh, a second time here on Mic Check. Um, it's been been great having you on. You've shared a wealth of information. I really appreciated hearing your perspective. Thank you so much, Mike.